home for original reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Floridians dodged a bullet, but the same tropical storm that lashed their eastern coastline is strengthening as it moves north. Eza Eos will eventually affect nearly the entire east coast. The storm is predicted to regain hurricane strength before it comes ashore late tonight south of Wilmington, North Carolina. The storm threat will probably cut short Ayanna Maybreeze Hilton Head Island, South Carolina vacation. Checkout is at 11 a.m. tomorrow, so we're hoping to beat it. We were going to linger, but we might have to just hit the road. Well, warnings and advisories prompted by the storm are posted from Florida all the way to the U.S.-Canada border of Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Jim Crisula, CBS News, Greensboro, North Carolina. Thousands of people have been ordered to evacuate their homes east of L.A. Hot, dry weather is fanning the flames of a wildfire that scorched more than 30 square miles. Cal Fire Captain Fernando Herrera. Folks that are not taking advantage of it because they're obviously concerned about COVID-19, we have measures in place for that. We plan for this months ahead. An investigation is underway into possible arson. Our CBS News Battleground tracker shows Joe Biden with a lead in North Carolina and Georgia, both states that voted Republican in the last two presidential elections. Biden's campaign says Texas may also be in play. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. The Democrat hasn't won Texas since 1976 when fellow Southerner Jimmy Carter did it. But in this case, the Biden campaign has seen enough over the summer to suggest that they have a real shot at that state's 38 electoral votes. They're putting a team in place to try to win the state. Biden is expected to announce his vice presidential pick this week. President Trump is giving TikTok a second chance. Reuters reports he'll give the Chinese-owned platform 45 days to sell its operations to Microsoft instead of banning it in the U.S. CBS's Weijia Jiang. It's the world's newest social media sensation. You can't let me know where you're going because you can't say it. So what are we going to do about that? TikTok is home to dozens of viral dance challenges. In the trail, it's going down. Silly videos. Who's funnier? And celebrity cameos. But the wildly popular app has become a source of bipartisan concern over its Chinese ownership. A German newspaper reporting the 93-year-old Pope Emeritus is seriously ill. CBS's Anna Matranga. A move that shocked the world, Benedict resigned from the papacy in 2013, the first pope to do so in 600 years. He has lived a quiet life in a small monastery inside the Vatican. Since his resignation, his only trip outside Italy was in June to see his dying older brother, also a priest, in Bavaria. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. This Ion Veterans Moment is presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Military nurse Cheryl Rainier suffered from intense PTSD. Then she met her therapy dog and life changed. Eddie interrupted my night out the first night I had him. And I was like in tears the next day. If he did nothing else for me but that, life was going to be great. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service. And O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like the Vacnado 2000. A Wi-Fi connected vacuum that uploads Dust Bunny data to the cloud for real-time optimization. <laughs> Whatever that means. But really, it's just a very expensive doggy chew toy. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. The landing was perfect. Splashdown. What wasn't so great after a SpaceX capsule ended its journey off the Florida Panhandle, more than a dozen recreational boaters stopping by for a close-up look. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine. It's a big area to have to clear. To clear all of it is probably going to require more resources, but there are things that we're going to look at that we can do better next time for sure. A in North Carolina is not amused by a Trump-supporting bear in the wild. Members are offering a $5,000 reward to the person who identifies whoever is responsible for putting a Trump 2020 sticker on the animal's collar. Asheville Bear says it received pictures of the bear, which had apparently been trapped and tranquilized for the tagging. A post on the group's Facebook page declares, Bears are not billboards. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. 
Changing the world one life at a time. Balance of nature, it's the greatest thing in the world. I can't imagine where I'd be without it. You know, I, I feel 20 years old again, and I want to continue to stay in shape. I understand the oversaturation in the market and the resulting cynicism that people have, but balance of nature works for anybody and everybody. And as much as it's a today product, it's a product for the future for me. I am the most satisfied customer in the world. I don't know what I would do without it. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. Join us each week for Auto Smarts. You'll never know who will show up. Jay Leno, welcome to Auto Smarts. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Tom Garland, thanks for everything. Thank you so much. Bill Engvall. And Bill, how are you today, sir? I'm doing just great. The one and only Carl Edwards joins us today. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing really good, and uh, thank you for having me on. This is cool. So come on. Join in the fun. That's the Auto Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and co-workers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Register today at walkms.org. Good work takes hard work. Acre after acre, year after year, since 1916, durable Gravely tractors, mowers, and equipment are still working hard. Since 1948, Gravely has been working hard at Wakefield Garage, located one mile east of Albany. See the line of zero turns, stand on, walk behind mowers, and get your next hardworking, extremely durable Gravely at Wakefield Garage. Wakefield's also has complete service on riding and push mowers and blade sharpening. Wakefield Garage, 3747 MO Road, 740-593-3815. Gravely Equipment built around you. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Ah, beautiful sunshine booming in here. Very pleasant 67 degrees. My, after the heat we've had weekend actually seemed kind of chilly if you follow my drift. Ah, those seasons, they are a-changing. Hey, we got a free-for-all today. Brought in a lot of good stuff. This is the party line. 97 AM, 97 FM. I'm Dave Palmer. Uh, Scott's here as well, and good morning. Good morning. Wherever you are, be that change you feel that you don't see enough of. Your household, friends, job, or school could grow through your life. We need tough love, need kindness and care, conversations to understand each other, patience for these wounds, and day-by-day actions to love our brothers. No matter who you are, your life could shine a path. Be the change. Brought to you by spworklab.com. Yeah, that's important, and it is. And um, so we let it roll. Yeah, good morning uh, again. We had a a little button pushed here that I didn't see. Anyway, good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah, I didn't see it either until it played, but, you know, that's a pretty cool thought there in that commercial at PSA. 
Indeed. All right, well, let's see here. We've got plenty to talk about today. Um, let's see, today is Monday. It's August 3rd. Um, you know, we normally get our... Uh, folks, you know, the, the way this station is able to pay its bills is through the sale of advertising. So every month we send out bills to our, all of those uh, great advertisers that use our our means of disseminating their information. And uh, today is the third, and that's the latest we would ever be sending out a bill, right? Because uh, the weekend you take off, our, our administrative people that work on that sort of thing, and uh, so uh, they're they're all busy at it today, uh, getting the uh, invoices printed, and we'll get them all mailed this afternoon, and all that sort of thing. Anyway, August third, three uh, this see two hundred and sixteenth day of this calendar year, one hundred and fifty exactly remain. Our highlight in history, let's see, from Associated Press, they say on August 3rd, 1993, the Senate voted 96 to 3 to confirm Supreme Court nominee Ruth Bader Ginsburg to be a Supreme Court Justice, right? 1993. And, of course, uh, she is still... She's had a few health issues recently, but uh, whenever you look at her, she looks very stoic and ready to do her thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't think the uh, whatever these health issues have been um, are in the way of all of that. Let's see here. We can uh, do some... Um, some birthdays, and then we'll talk about what day this is. Okay, so uh, let's see. Marv Levy, right? Marv Levy, yes. Levy, is it? Yeah. Okay. Former I, NFL coach. Not a person I recall, so I mispronounced it. Mostly uh, from the Buffalo Bills. That's where he coached a lot of his years. Anyway, he's 95 today. Tony Bennett is 94. I think I'll send him a note later. Yeah, I'm going to feature him on uh, Sentimental Journey. Martin Sheen, 80. Uh, Lance Allworth from football again, 80. Martha Stewart, 79. John Landis, movie director, 70. Oh, okay. Actor Jay North, uh, best known for his TV role in Dennis the Menace, is 69. I can't believe yeah. Dennis the Menace is 69. Um, boy. Well, we've got plenty of other things we can do here, but just not too many birthdays that pop out of me. Oh, here we go. Tom Brady, 43. Ryan Locked, right? The uh, gold medals Olympic swimmer, Six, 36. I guess I did few, find a few in here that uh, meant something to me as well as others. All right. Well, um, today is August 3rd, as I said. <clears throat> today is National Watermelon Day, National Grab Some Nuts Day, and National Georgia Day. Now, I've never done this before, but I also brought in yesterday and Saturday because we don't review them, right? Yeah. Typically. Yeah. So... S Sunday, yesterday, was National Friendship Day. 
National Sisters Day, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day, American Family Day, and National Coloring Book Day. And then how about Saturday? National Girlfriends Day. It was Mead Day, and without knowing it, I celebrated it. I went down to the Dutch Creek Winery, and Mead is their specialty, right? Yeah. Didn't even know it? They, I don't think they knew it. <laughs> Or we could have made a bigger deal out of it. Yeah. Okay. But um, we went. They, they have some slushy wine, slushy or mead slushies down there. Raspberry. Oh mercy. Anyway, Saturday was mead day. Now, what is mead, folks? Uh, I'm sure most of you know, but just in case you don't, it's a type of alcoholic beverage that is made with honey. That is to say with that the pro product of bees, right? And if you're inclined to think, well, that must be awfully sweet. Uh, there are some that are sweet, but m no, I would say that it has the same variety of from tart to um, smooth to sweet to, you know, it's just like wine. There's so many different tastes. And it is, I believe, a type of wine. Anyway, mead. Enough for that. Okay, it, uh, let's see. Uh, Saturday was Respect Your Parents Day. No, Respect for Parents Day. International Mejong Day. Now, isn't that a card game of some kind? Mejong. M-A-H-J-O-N-G. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm thinking it is. While you're looking it up. National Jamaican Patty Day. I don't know if that's supposed to be a joke or if there is such a thing. What you doing? Jamaican patties? See? Jar? Huh? Jar? Jamaican? Jar? As in you are? Oh, oh. I missed that one altogether. <laughs> Yeah, but we were on the same same um, line there. Okay, but anyway, Jamaican patties. What is a Jamaican patty? So I'm, I've already put you to work here. That's all right. First of all, Mejong, M-A-H-J-O-N-G. It is a tile-based game that was developed during the Qing Dynasty in China and has spread throughout the world since the earliest or the early 20th century. It's commonly played by four players. It looks kind of like Scrabble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I knew it was a game. I just couldn't remember whether it used tiles or um, or cards. Anyway. Okay, now a Jamaican patty. What, what in the world is that? Uh, you must have had some thought there. Well, I was just thinking about what we just said when you, like, you said Jamaican. I said Jar. Yeah. <laughs> Jamaican. What you doing? I'm Jamaican I'm Patty. Jar. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Jamaican beef patties. Beef patties. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In a flaky pastry. So I guess that's how it's made, in like a pastry. So sounds, sounds interesting. Curry-flavored beef pastries that can be found in Jamaica. How about that? And I other, never would have guessed. Uh, me either. That's why I had to pause there for a second. It astounded me. Mm. And other Caribbean islands or Caribbean, <laughs> you know, which, which is it? Which, you know, I always say whichever you prefer. <laughs> Correct. They say try serving them with some peas and rice or just have them as a snack. Okay. They sound interesting to me. They, they look, I, I would try them. They look like, uh, you know, the pastries look like one of those little fruit pies that you get. Kind of like a half moon shaped mm -hmm. pastry. 
Anyway, I'll try it. Uh, it looks really see. good. It's National Disc Golf Day. This was last uh, the Saturday. So if you missed it, too late. Uh, National Minority Donor Awareness Day. National Raspberry Cream Pie Day. And finally, National Mustard Day. So we've done three days worth of day stuff. Of national days. Of which we cannot put one above the other. Well, I think I can. (laughs) That was full of sarcasm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see here. Let's talk COVID briefly, and maybe longer later. Um, The daily stats from yesterday. First of all, in Athens, we now have 344 cases. 85 are active. Two were new yesterday. Uh, And if you've been doing the math, 258 have recovered. Now, so we've had a total of 344 cases since this whole thing began. If we were more similar to the state of Ohio, we would have had 530 cases. But we have 344, all right? So that's just a little bit of good information. Now let's look at the state of Ohio. Yesterday they had 944 new cases. Our county had two. Uh, Bringing the total to 93,031 cases. Two point eight percent of them are in an ICU type setting, possibly on ventilators. Um, That is 2,560 patients. There are 8,340 patients in hospitals, but not in the ICU. There are 10,208 active cases dealing with it at their homes. And out of the 93,031 total cases thus far, 68,394 have recovered. That's 48.6%. By the way, in Athens County, 75% even have recovered. Um, they say the median age currently is 42 and it's it's nearly equal male female now how about the nation I know I'm going backwards from what I normally do. I normally start with the world, then the nation, then Ohio, and then do Athens last. But um, just doing it a little bit differently. So in the nation, we've had a total now so far of 4,740,401 cases. So 4,740,000. Yesterday, there were 44,000 new cases. 44,104 to be exact. In the U.S., we have had 157,113 deaths. We saw, and then the, the figure of recovery... 2,304,851. So, again, 48% recovery rate thus far. Uh, yeah. 
It is so difficult for me to find total tests to date by by world, by country, by by the state, whatever. I mean, we generally can find some rough figures, like how many have been tested at Holzer and how many have been tested at Oblenus. Um, but they're never on the same day, it seems like. We just get reports here and there. Yeah, and places, well, like CVS, that didn't you go there to get tested? I went there, and you could, they said I, I couldn't qualify. Yeah. Although I did now, I think, <laughs> last week, um, I think I'm, I did take a test. Um, it's a blood test rather than the uh, swab in the nose thing. So you, you think you did? Well, I had a regular medical checkup. You know, every six months you got to do this and that. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were going to run a blood test, and they said, you want to do the thing? And I said, eh, yeah, sure. But when I've gotten my printed results so far on my app, it hasn't had that particular test show up yet so maybe maybe I was so non-committal that they misunderstood me and didn't do it I don't know uh, could we'll, be. We'll or figure. if it takes some time when did you have those done last week yes sometimes what are they saying three to four days I don't know sometimes it depends seven on to the, ten days to get the results depends on the type of test you yeah take. you may still get them yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, by the way, every so often my nose brushes against the mic here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what that was? No, it's wet. Well, yeah, I I sanitized. You sanitized. It. It. I did. Yeah. Now your nose is sanitized. Good. <laughs> That's what I say. Good, because I got to speak in there about yeah, we, about half hour. Don't so. we all? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, it's just uh, when you don't expect it to be wet, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. It's a bit... Uh, it's like a dog when they come up and nuzzle you, and you're like going, ah. No, I love that. Oh, well, me too, but it's kind of unexpected. No, it's expected. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I come up here and full, rub your fully wet and nose uh, on me, doggie. <laughs> I hate to even agree, tell you that what happens, but... Hope loves to lick my side of my face and my ears. Okay? <laughs> now, I don't mean he gets in them or anything. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be gross here. <clears throat> but I enjoy him, or her, I should say. Doggy kisses. Yeah, big time. Showing you a little bit of doggy love. We used to have a cat that did that with my ears. Well, I would hold her up. She would just instinctively go. When I was a kid, yeah, she would would uh, do that. It was just the neatest thing, too. So hope is so affectionate. Yeah, animals are great, aren't they? Okay, let's see here. Did we finish this thing? I think I we did. don't know about the. We got to your test, your blood test, and I don't know if you got. Did you get local? Yeah, I think you did. Mm-hmm. Well, if you did, speaking of local, so, should we, or do we have anything about Ohio University's academic schedule? The only thing I know is that... Uh, they're still trying to sort yeah, it out. They've still got different plans to look at. But the last time... I've had people call me here at the station ask me about that. The last I knew, reports that I heard was online will begin August... 24th and they're considering returning students September 27th and I saw an interview of a couple students um, saying that they were kind of opposed to bringing online or bringing students back to campus that late and then only having a few weeks you know before the, the break now apparently what is it, Labor Day, and then Veterans Day will uh, still be observed, but there will be no fall break this year, from what I've been hearing and reading. 
no break between the end of Christmas time. Yeah, the semester and the beginning of <coughs> what do they call it? Spring semester now. Okay. Well, I thought I knew it until you told me just now. Okay. So I have no idea. Yeah. I yeah. can't help at all. Yeah, that's the latest I heard. I believe was Friday evening's news, and then uh, I think uh, River had something this morning on his newscast. What I do want to talk about is that suddenly this weekend I was aware of lots of sports on television after an absence of some time. Mm -hmm. Peculiar. No audiences. Cardboard cutouts, virtual audiences. Yeah. Peculiar to be sure. Yeah. But piped in fan noise. We're hearing today can it continue? The number of COVID cases that are being reported by these athletes and the coaching staffs and all of that can this continue on? Uh, I think only time will tell. Yeah. But uh, so many unknowns, and you hear about uh, Major League Baseball teams, not only the players, but as you mentioned, staff, front office personnel. You know, they're having to cancel games now. Quite frankly, I, for me, I'm surprised that it's gone this long that they haven't shut down MLB. And as I mentioned last week, Major League Baseball is now assigning a staff member from the Major League Baseball office to each team to ensure that they're following protocols, mm. as in, you know, the no spitting thing. There are signs on the on the dugout walls uh, that say that. We have a couple Copperhead staffers who are, have that role today, former staffers who have, um, you know, advanced their careers and are now mm-hmm. with Major League Baseball mm-hmm. and so on. And um, I mean, I just think it's kind of, I don't know, a shame that they have to have someone there yeah. to basically. It's hard to break those habits, though. Well, yeah. If if you've been doing it for 12, 18 years, you know, it really is. Yeah. There, there are some guys that are having real problems with it, too. Every time you see them get up to bat. You know, my goodness, they're still doing those same things in the dugouts. So MLB has noticed this, and they've have, and now they're having to send someone there, which is kind of uh, unfortunate that they have to basically police these teams. You, have you noticed? Um, okay, so monitor them. Something started a couple years ago, and it is where when a pitcher is throwing a pitch. They have a rectangular box in the batting, the strike zone. Oh, yeah, on TV? Superimposed on the the strike zone. Right. And then as the pitch passes that, they can position a a round spot where the ball passed, whether it was inside, outside, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You know that's a local thing. That was that concept was invented locally. I did not know that. And one of our guys on our staff, Harry Tompkins, is uh, involved with that. Oh, cool! I like that when they have that on the TV screen. Yeah. You know, because I tell you what, I I know the umpires have been off for a few months. I'm not banging on umpires or anything like that, but they're they're a little rusty too from some of the some of the games I've seen, calling strikes that are not in the strike zone. Well, and, we we love to attack the uh, umpires, don't we? Oh, it's they're an easy target, yeah. yes. But you know, they, like I said, they've had a few months off too, so we need to get, cut them a little slack. Folks, uh, we're jumping around a little bit topically this morning. Um, I have an email here from a friend, and I'd mention her name, but um, uh, well, it's just not important. What is important is what they're talking about. Okay. 
um, both she and her husband, and her husband has passed, as well as my family. Um, not to the same degree as they, but anyway, the point is, we have been involved with international students most of the time that since we moved to Athens. She goes on, I have been made aware of severe problems that COVID-19 has created for our international community, but our Athens community is actively involved right now in promoting international goodwill by helping them. Let me explain. In brief, when COVID-19 struck, hundreds of international students living in Athens, attending Ohio University, lost their OU jobs and were left unable to buy food or pay rent for themselves and their families. And by law, they are not allowed to work any other jobs while here. They can work in the academic setting, but they can't just like work at a restaurant or, or anything like that yep. because of their citizenship and stuff like that. Going on, a group of OU student leaders began an effort to help sometime in April. The committee, consisting of community members, OU staff, and international students was formed. And I think they're calling themselves the International Student Task Force, of which the writer is a member. And major efforts began to figure out how many students are indeed affected and what their needs are and how can they be helped. Many individuals, churches, and organizations in the Athens community have reached out to these students with food donations to the Cat's Cupboard, which is the OU Student um, Food Pantry, monetary donations to the International Student Emergency Relief Fund that is operated through the OU Foundation, and some other types of assistance. Um, this gal, my friend, who wrote me said, I have only begun the incredible story of what has been accomplished so far, but much more is needed. I would like to get you together with a couple of individuals who are more knowledgeable about the students' needs and what our community can continue to do to help them get through this ordeal. Well, I will call her because this is important. And um, I think the international composition of our community makes us extremely unique. I love it. So, I think I'll work on that. All right. <clears throat> what else can we do here? We can do historical events, and we'll come back to that one. Okay, so sometimes I need your help here, Scott. Okay. 1492. Duh. Sail the ocean blue. Yeah. Christopher Columbus sets sail on his first voyage with three ships, the Santa Maria, Santa Maria, the Pinta, and the Nina um, from Spain for the Indies. Fifteen ninety six, David David Fabricius discovers light variation of Mira. The first variable star. Nineteen fourteen, Germany invades Belgium and declares war on France, beginning what 
quickly became World War I. 1934, Adolf Hitler emerges. The offices of German Chancellor and President and President uh, declaring himself Führer. The word means leader. Okay, let's see here. Famous birthdays. And now I'm going to need your help here. Elisha Otis. O-T-I-S. His first name, E-L-I-S-H-A. Elisha Otis. Oh, he, uh, without even looking, I can tell you, he founded the Otis Elevator Company. You think so? Yes. His years of life, 1811 to 1861. I will look it up, though, to verify. He he only lived to be 50. American industrialist, founder of the Otis Elevator Company. You're, You're dead on it. Okay, let's see. Stanley Baldwin. Do we make the uh, guess? Baldwin Pianos? We can guess that. 1867 to 1947. Stanley Baldwin. Stanley Baldwin. Was a British conservative statesman who dominated the government of the United Kingdom between the world wars. (laughs) I I was wrong. Serving as prime minister on three occasions. James Hetfield, not Hatfield, but Hetfield. H-E-T? Yep. Still alive. Be his 57th birthday today. He is, uh, let's see. Oh, he's a member of Metallica. Oh. Who is a, he's a rhythm guitarist, main song writer for heavy metal band Metallica. Well, Tom Brady is celebrating his 43rd birthday today. Let's look at some famous deaths. We got two of them. Okay, uh, boys, this one's so familiar to me, I just can't remember his role. Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Remember? Boy. Yeah, wasn't he a writer? It's still coming up here. Yeah, here, here it is. Ah, uh, let's see. Russian novelist, philosopher, historian, short story writer, political prisoner. He was an outspoken critic of the Soviet Union and communism and helped raise global awareness of the Soviet gulag forced labor camp system. Yeah, he, he was not very popular in his own country, but uh, he died on this date in 2008. Then we have a, a woman who died on this date in 1954. It's not a first or last name. It's simply Colette. C-O-L-E-T-T-E. Um, I don't have a clue. I did not either. Sidonia Gabrielle Colette, known mononymously, not anonymously, but mononymously, What's that mean? That means just one name. Oh. As Colette. French author and woman of letters. She was nominated for the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1948 and was also known as a mime, an actress, and journalist. Fair enough. Okay, so we can set that batch aside. Now, here's a little thing here that someone sent me this morning. This is called the Older older Than Dirt Quiz. How many of you can remember Blackjack Chewing Gum? I do. Didn't it have a pale blue wrapper? Like... Uh, I kind of remember that, yeah. And licorice flavored, right? Yes. That's why I remember it. Because I don't like yeah. licorice flavored. Anise, I guess you, is the, the basis of that, right? And Mr. Painter. Now, my mom's maiden name was Painter. But there, in the house I grew up in on North High Street, there was a man next door. He was single. I don't think he had ever married. 
he was a house painter by trade, but he also had this huge garden, particularly with um, turnips and other things. And I don't think his real name was Painter, but we called him Mr. Painter. Now, why did I start this? Oh, he loved that black jack chewing gum. And he would, as soon as I'd show up to be over at the gardens with him, he'd whip out a stick his, of it, his pack, oh, and yeah. say, you want one? And I'd say, <laughs> No thanks. Yeah. I remember my uh, grandfather always had juicy fruit with him. Yeah, well... That's a little different. That's a lot different. For me, he was like, you won't and then, that? Yeah. Okay, so black, <laughs> blackjack chewing gum and tea berry. I don't remember that part. Oh, I do, too. I didn't like that either. <laughs> Number two, wax <laughs> Coke-shaped bottles with colored sugar water inside of them. Oh, yeah. Little things. Yeah. Could chew on them. How about candy cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Many times. Soda pop machines that dispensed glass bottles. Mm -hmm. And the sound of the bottle dropping. Yeah. You're like, yes, jackpot. Coffee shops or diners with table-side jukeboxes. Remember that? Mm -hmm. You'd be sitting at the table and you could flip the pages. Yeah. Like had, had metal pages in there with the mm -hmm. little inserts. Home milk delivery in glass bottles with cardboard stoppers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the dairy man was Mr. Borden, of course. <laughs> Just like, what's his name earlier, was uh, Mr. Painter. Yeah. And, you know, now that I think about it, the butcher down at the IGA grocery shop my mom went to was Mr. Butcher. Well, how original. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's well, just Mr. Borden knew people like had, that. Had a milk truck, right? And he'd drive up our driveway and pick up the old bottles and put out the new bottles in a little insulated box. And they were glass, and they had those little cardboard stoppers. It was a, yeah, those were cool when you took the stopper off and you saw that little vacuum release then. I don't remember that. I do. The milk jugs like that. I remember ours. We got ours from, uh, was it Castler's Dairy? Could be. Yeah, right sure. there. The All-Jersey all milk. The yellow and brown truck. The guy that used to deliver it was uh, named Fibber McGee. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that was his and nickname. those names were <laughs> never real, right? It's right. Just like, uh, that wasn't his real name, but his last name was McGee. Mr. Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Party lines on the telephone. Okay. This name. This show is named for that. The party line. Newsreels before the movie. Remember, you go to the movies and they'd have like a news segment. I don't ever remember that, but I, oh, I do. I, I've seen, you know, them in documentaries. PF Flyers. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. Those are gym shoes. Okay. They have the PF on the back heel of them, the lower part of that, and said PF. Man, you were big stuff. I and if you had a pair of Chuck Taylors after that, that was the jackpot. Chuck Taylors were those black Converse shoes well i had those but i never referred to them as chuck taylor yeah now they're called just chucks you know you see kids wear them they wear the black high tops with a big blue star on them okay. they just call them chucks but pf flyers yeah. okay butch wax now you got to help me with that one i don't i don't have it a haircut I don't know if it's like for a, a mustache or for hair or what. I, I think it is like a butch haircut, you know, with a, what they call the ducktail in the front. You got me. 
Let's find out here. Okay, number 11. Test TV test patterns that came on at night after the last show. And then they stayed on your TV screen until the show started, until they started showing shows again in the morning. Mm-hmm. And remember, there were only three channels. We had uh, yep. four, six, and ten in Columbus, all of which still exist. Uh, WTVM became WSYX. That's channel six. WCMH is still CMH. And WBNS is still BNS, channel 10. Yeah, here in southeast Ohio, we had three, eight, and 13 out of Huntington and Charleston. Hmm. Um, Pea shooters. <laughs> now, wasn't that like a straw? Yeah. And then you had these little beans. Mm-hmm. And you'd go... Yep. You'd launch one out of the straw. Out of the shooter. Howdy-doody. <laughs> I do not remember howdy-doody. Oh, I do. That was before my time. No way. Yeah, way. 45 RPM records. We have a stacks of them here. Um, S&H green stamps. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember there was a, what do you call it, a place where you could turn them in for merchandise. Yeah. On Indianola Avenue. Mm, Cool. I remember my grandmother had books upon books of those. Hi-Fi's. I still call it that once in a while, which is just a high-quality record player. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the last one they have here is metal ice trays that had a lever. Yes. I think we still have some at home. Those are now collector items. Yeah. We have... Um, Before automatic ice makers. We had a... Uh, you know, you have your principal refrigerator upstairs. And then you have the beer fridge downstairs, which has beer, wine, whatever. And um, moonshine. Actually, there are two <laughs> bottles in there. I don't. I think they came from Texas. I don't know, but they've been there for years. But it's a good conversation piece. Anyway, it's in that downstairs refrigerator. We have a couple of the old-fashioned ice trays. Oh yeah, cool. All right. All right. Here we go with butch wax. You ready? The barber buzzed all your hair real short but left a tuft of hair up front, maybe an inch high, three inches across. It was used to get those hairs to stand at attention all day. I got it now. Yep. Butch wax. It would get the hair in front to basically spike. Yeah. All right. I remember my brother's got flat top haircuts and I tried to get one and just didn't work so I butched it (laughs) when we were kids Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not just yesterday or last week well you tried something last week it just didn't work (laughs) I don't know what that was (laughs) it didn't work so I forgot about it okay Um, okay. so I brought in a report this is entitled the uh, best and worst states for health care Americans need affordable, quality health care more than ever this year as we face the COVID-19 pandemic. State health care systems need to care for and quarantine those who uh, contract the virus. Contract? I guess that's right. Mm -hmm. While making sure not to neglect the regular health care needs of their residents. The pandemic has already disrupted medical care in so many ways, from postponing elective surgeries to to moving many doctor visits entirely online. Finding good health care at the right price point should be a priority for all Americans during the current health crisis. However, even without 
any extra costs that might arise from the coronavirus pandemic, the average American spends more than $11,000 per year on personal health care. That, according to most recent estimates from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, that's a daunting statistic considering that so many Americans are out of work or making less money than usual this year. Well, I could go on and on with the, uh, the explanation, but here we go. The states with the best health care systems. And then when you get down lower, obviously, they've got the worst, right? So 51 places. So each state plus the District of Columbia. Okay. Best. Massachusetts, Minnesota, Rhode Island, the District of Columbia, North Dakota, Vermont, Colorado, Iowa, Hawaii, and coming in 10th, South Dakota. Okay, in the middle of the list, which is where often Ohio lands, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Ohio comes in 24th, almost dead in the middle. Kentucky 27th, and West Virginia 39th. Now let's do the bottom 10. In the worst position, Georgia. That's a bit of a surprise to me. Louisiana, Alabama, North Carolina. I, you know, I think a lot of North Carolina, so that bothers me. Mississippi, Arkansas, Tennessee, South Carolina, Texas, Alaska, and Arizona. Hmm. A lot of southern states there. Mm-hmm. Just for kicks, Wyoming, 31st. So not too bad. So let's see here. Now, what what were some of the metrics they looked at? The cost rank, the access rank, and the outcomes rank. So let's take um, Ohio. In terms of the cost, it came in eighth. So eighth most reasonable. Access rank... Uh, 29th and outcomes rank 34th which gave it an average of 24 I'm kind of interested to know who was number one at the cost ranking there you Mm -hmm. say Ohio was 8th that's not bad Mm -hmm. well I see Montana is 2nd let me look at my list a little further here the District of Columbia is number one. Number one. Hmm. It's also number one in access. But in outcomes, it's 35. Okay, now, <clears throat> this, let's look at a couple. Well, we only have a minute left. Uh, lowest average monthly insurance premiums. Massachusetts, Utah, Idaho, Rhode Island, Minnesota. Highest Nebraska, Iowa, West Virginia, Wyoming, Vermont. Most hospital beds per capita, District of Columbia, lowest, Utah. Most physicians per capita, District of Columbia, lowest, Idaho. Most dentists per capita, District of Columbia, lowest, Louisiana. Highest percent of medical residents Retained, California, lowest, District of Columbia. Interesting. Well, we're out of time, folks. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-M.
This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Carolinians are bringing in the lawn furniture, some boarding up windows, with Tropical Storm Isaias approaching. Forecasters say it'll power back up to hurricane strength with at least 74-mile-an-hour winds when it makes landfall later today. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper says that because of the pandemic... We're urging anyone who has to evacuate to try and stay with family and friends. For anyone who can't, he is reminding, bring a face mask to shelters. A wildfire has thousands of people on the West Coast under evacuation orders. Correspondent Carter Evans is east of L.A. in Cherry Valley. This is the first major wildfire in Southern California since the pandemic began. Just one more concern for people living here. And uh, the flames have so far burned more than 30 square miles, destroyed at least one home. Fire officials are investigating the possibility of arson. A mother is sharing the pain of losing an only child to gun violence. Two weeks ago, my life as I knew it changed in an instant. In a nine-minute video, we hear from federal judge Esther Salas for the first time since the 